Hey guys, well, it's about that time. It's Osiris. It's Sunday night. It's been a long weekend. You can probably tell from my voice. It sounds like I've been screaming all night, which I pretty much have. Um, trying to get this. This would be the last of the the bet series, as I like to call it, because um, this was for the masses. If you remember, we I won a bet or wanted to prove to somebody after them saying that I could make a lot of money doing this for if I charge for it. And I explained why and blah, blah, blah. So anyway, um, this was me showing them that I could do it um, and I could put it in a mainstream fashion of where people would... They could, I could do it, but it's just more of a fact of it's not for money. It's really for to help everybody get help everybody in their own journey to get to it, whatever it is that's helping them that I talk about. I might use this last portion to do the uh, more of the self-help type stuff. And this would probably be the most the special one um, because it wraps up something that I've recently heard so much about. I've recently gone through I'm recently going through, uh, people are going through. I had a long talk over the weekend with a couple people and um, it was kind of amazing and I didn't get to really put out there what I, what I wanted to specifically. Um, I did a lot of listening, um, but I did a lot of talking, but we had to, a lot of the conversations I have I let the dictation go by what they want to they want to say something and then I I'll respond to that um, very few are we going to be talking on my behalf as a starting point um, I'm not just going to start to bring up my relationship in the middle of the party something like that uh, where if somebody brings it up about it, they're obviously wanting to talk about it. And I'd be more than willing at that point to use my life as an example, because that's all I do. I have nothing else. I just use my life and what I've been through as an example, as any. And if I don't have one, then I leave it at that. So I'm gonna get into this. Um, and it sums everything up. So I really, it took me a little while since I got home last night um, until about now to put this all together. It's always up in my head, but when you have to sum something up, it's very, um, you have to reminisce about what happened. You have to have all the, that in the forefront. Then you have to take the stuff that happened recently and pull that into it. The most recent stuff, pull that into it because, um, then it all, it's fresh in your head and it's an example right away. So this is, you know, the relationship stuff. Um, and I'm really kind of sick of talking about it. Um, but that's only because um, it's all that lovey-dovey crap. And, um, but this is, this is something else. This is gonna be really interesting. I took a lot of time making these points or these, um, you know, this outline for it. 
So I'm going to get into it, and um, this might be a two-parter just depending on how long it goes. So if anybody has had a relationship, having a relationship, or anything that they're having a problem with within the relationship, it would behoove you to listen to this. And I'm telling you, I've had a little more time on this planet than most of you that know me anyway. And relationships were a big part of that. Been engaged three times. Uh, never pulled the trigger, never getting married. But have relationships. Mine are very strange, but um, I'm a strange person in a strange land, so... Here we go. I'm going to start off, and um, this is for you guys. Um, feel free to, you know, go to the website and ask me any questions. PM me. Talk to me next time you see me. So, really, it was recently, like, this weekend that I was talking with people about relationships, of course. And, um, you know, it makes me reminisce myself about... Uh, some of my first dates that I had and uh, for the next few minutes I really reminisced really quickly in my head because you're you know in the middle of conversation with people and I kind of smiled inside I don't know if it came out on my face but and I rehashed you know a small sliver of my shared story with what you know, you know one of my ex-fiancés or ex-girlfriends and And one specific date that came into mind had been absolutely magical. And it was one of those nights where um, that you pretty much dream about, where um, you're maybe an awkward teenager back in the day, and like, uh, uh, but it was, but as a single adult, as you've grown, you know, it's one thing to be back in high school and have those kind of things. You're more Twitter-pated with somebody, and then as a single young adult, you could be, you believe that that might not ever happen again to have that feeling, and I you know what feeling that is like those butterflies that are more than butterflies. It's yeah, just think about that for a second. It's one of your one of those times and really get that feeling in your stomach again if you could reproduce it but um, but you never think that that's going to happen again when you start getting lonely or depressed or whatever and and then out of nowhere then it does it happens a night truly that you um, probably only get to experience a few times in your lifetime that's if you're lucky. Like, and when you realize that, like, it's almost surprising because I, it happened. And I began to experience a faint sort of sadness in a way. Um, I grieved, like, over the tiny loss of of myself as a younger man, uh, the cocky, self-assured, you know, maybe 27-year-old who walked into a, you know, restaurant having no idea what I have. 
laid in front of him for what was about to happen. And that, that infinite potential of that lay before us, all of us, uh, that intensity of emotions that swell up, um, that you usually don't know what to do with, you know. It's almost like a adrenaline dump or uh, it's, it can be unnerving if you, you know, send somebody into a total babbling idiot. And like, <laughs> we know that is a lot of people, if they don't know how to act or they're nervous or something, they start to talk a lot fast and say cod shit or just basically nothing. Now, I'm reminiscing about this. The two people that we were that night, you know, uh, we're probably gone now. Um, you wouldn't even recognize that that was you or that was her or she was he or he was her or they were them or whatever the fuck it might have been back there. Um, and, you know, it, it was, I would never get to meet my fiancé for the first time again. You know, and if those aren't special moments, then... I'm not saying it's not going to happen. It's not going to be a good relationship. But like I say, if I'm not throwing them up against the DJ booth and making out with them before I get their name, it might not going to work out. Because for me, it has to have that kind of passion right off the bat. Because that, as you'll see, will dictate throughout. Um, and it, for me, that, that can be wrong too. For you, it could be wrong. Even though it's that kind of passion doesn't mean it's going to work out but I, that's an underlying thing for me if it doesn't go down to that then it's not going to go too well you know I would never get to fall wildly in love in the way both of us would have been excited and terrified at the same time there's very few times in your life that you're that terrified and that excited. Maybe, you know, trying to jump out of a fun fully functional airplane. That, that kind of thing would do it. That's risking your life. That, that's how you feel. And that's directly related to the same feeling that we have with relationships. Holy fuck, bro. That's kind of scary. Um... Now, there was a sweet kind of cocky ignorance to my younger self. I was a state wrestler. I was, uh, yeah, I kind of was a cock, um, kind of dick, but um, it was a, I've changed a lot of that, um, uh, and then you guys might start laughing at that, but. If you, any of you guys knew me back then, <laughs> or even just 10 years ago, you would understand that the person sitting in front of you, you wouldn't even recognize. I used to be the total epitome of the total asshole. And I don't even think you can imagine what that means. And it was, it was quite bad. It was quite badong, 
Um, Now, for a few moments, I would sit there and mourn over distant relatives passing. But not too long, I'm not one of those. Because I never really got close to too many people, including my grandparents. And I was adopted, so there wasn't, they weren't really mine if you look at it like that. Um, and my childhood uh, really gave way into, in a way, teaching me incorrectly or me learning not to get close to anybody because they would just hurt you. This came with a lot of physical and sexual and uh, mental abuse when I was young that lasted until I was seven on a constant basis. So I, we really put some you know, walls up and uh, learned to dissociate and whatnot. Uh, and that's a, that is no, it has so much impact as a later on in life, because when you're doing it as a child, you don't even know you're doing it because your brain's doing what it does without you knowing, and you couldn't even make sense of it anyway. So it's teaching, teaching you how to disassociate when the, you get beat, it tells you, you know, it, it tries to protect you as much as possible. I, and I don't know if that's right because, man, later in life that fucked me up. And, you know, learning that and then getting over that as, you know, I did and uh, confronting not only who I was and then really looking at why I was and, and then having to dissolve the core issues that made all these things happen was quite a feat. And... I tell you, that's not for the light at heart, but it's possible, it's doable. Um, and if you ever want to get out of this cycle that you've been in for probably most of your life, which inherently is a lot of it's not your fault. So um, you just don't know any better. Don't, we're never told, there's no fucking book. Well, this is about as close to a book as you're going to get. Okay, and it's... It's an audio book. No, um, no, really, like, because I had generalized it, I, and I put it down so it's not directly toward me, that based all 100% off me, but it is based off relationships, and therefore real relationships that have been had relationships that I've seen been had by others, but more importantly, my own, because I, I can't talk confidently about somebody else's relationship, because if I'm that far into somebody else's relationship, we're living like a, it's a threesome live situation or something, but we know. Now, I, I've also heard, and I, like I said, I'm putting all this together because it works perfectly together. There's been a lot of loss lately. We all know that we've lost some friends here in the scene. Uh, we know that we've lost some family members, as I have in both of those situations. Uh, we've lost some dating situations that maybe we wanted 
we've lost some girlfriends, boyfriends, they, thems, he, hers, he, haws. Well, you name it, we've lost these little relationships. We've lost even a relationship with maybe a a job or a... And they can have relationships too, don't forget that. There's no... A relationship doesn't only mean between people. And this loss that we've all had, this new young lady that... Well, the unicorn, as we know her, as as you guys know her, as the unicorn. Yes, I wrangled my unicorn. Okay. Yes. Um, but this relationship is probably the most odd one ever. Um, but in a strange, strange way, it works. And it hasn't been a long period of time but it's been a long period of time for me thinking about it and talking about it and dreaming about it and so I I did a lot of work on it for you know a long time actually and so seeing how this person acts um, and how I act and how I feel toward her um, is not it's, I wouldn't say it's not normal it's just a little bit strange because um, I'm giving way to trying to understand or be patient which is being patient is the, the hardest part because I'm not a patient person um, in understanding and trying to give uh, what this other person is either inherently is or is inherently doing and why I'll get to that here in a second but now like I said I, we're no stranger to losses I don't think any of us are like I said I've watched, you know, family members and friends die. I mean, Tim and Mary, okay, just recently, um, you know, just named few relationships that uh, end in a spectacular explosion, you know. I've had them in, end in a long, drawn-out silence of fucking hatred. Not really, but I know you have. Um, lost friendships, jobs, cities communities crack lighters I don't care um, beliefs that's a big one beliefs not for me I don't believe in anything specifically if I don't know it but belief has got lie right in the middle of it don't believe the lie just know what you know and if you don't know now you know and that's both in myself and in others you know there's not um I'm an exception to a lot of rules, but I'm a part of most of them, <laughs> you know? So, um, now to speak a little bit about what losses so we can understand because relationships are all about the loss. <laughs> Really, because that's the time that it hurts. In the beginning, when you have 
that infatuation, that's not loss. When you have the finally wrangling it or yeah, finally getting the yes that you're having a relationship, that's not loss. The final um, dating and throughout it, that's not loss. Every loss is a form of death. Okay, you know me and my death. I want a little death in my life. Um, in every case, there once, once existed an experience, a thing, an idea, a person, okay, that brought your life meaning. And now it no longer exists. Now inherently, if you ask me, which no one does, but, no, I'm kidding. But the... Um, experience, I guess, mm -hmm. is, is other people should not bring you the meaning of your life. And this is a deep, more deep-seated thing. This, like I said, is more of the self-help type thing. And this will... This is my real, like, this would be the core, getting to the core issue of the problem. Um, and I wouldn't do that here on this podcast because it's something that we would have to do in person. But to me, honestly, what we'd get at would be the people should not define you. You should define yourself. Should no one should be that no one should bring you the meaning of life or make you who you are or she makes me whatever that should not be said like though it shouldn't even be true don't make other people the most important thing in your life it, they should be the second most important thing in your life they don't define you you define you they compliment you. And that is, and you're pretty. Okay? They fill in those places where you, your weaknesses are. This is what a relationship would really be. Someone that brings something new to the table. Something that you don't have. That's what it should be. And you shouldn't let anybody define it. You're number one. Always you are number one. You have to get out of that thinking that other people define you. Everything else is going to be, everything on top of that is wrong. Okay? You have to take care of number one to be able to do anything with anybody else. And it doesn't mean that we all do. It doesn't mean that we all don't do it is what the problem is. Okay? Um, I love, I like myself so much that I don't, I, can't, I tend to stay by myself sometimes. And my solitude is for your protection. <laughs> and um, I'd rather be alone than be with somebody. But I know that I need to be with somebody because that is part of the human nature of you have to feel that. So I never take that away because I know inherently it's true. I just don't like myself. Like the time that it takes away from what I, I, mean, what I need to do. And yeah, it's kind of self-involved, but I like my freedom. It's my superpower. I have the freedom to do whatever I want, whenever I want. 
however I want, and no one is going to tell me what to do until I get in a relationship. Then they're going to suggest it, but the, and then I have to make a decision if I'm going to let that happen. And I don't like making that kind of decision sometimes. But other times, if it outweighs that, there you go. Hence my unicorn. Um, and I think it's because the same, the same thing that I say I hate about the relationship is the same thing that is what's the only thing or the big thing that's keeping it happening on our end. Really fucked up shit, but you have to accept. You have to know it first, and then you have to either accept it or not. And that depends on you. So, really, that coping with loss always involves the same dynamics. Okay, any loss. I'm not belittling it to be the same loss, but loss is loss. Okay, in every case, whether it's the loss of a friendship, a career. Um, your penis or your arm, your boob or your whatever, whether it's, we're, we're basically forced to reckon with it in one way or the other. The fact that we will never, that it, we were forced to reckon with that one fact of loss, but we will never experience something or someone again when they're lost, if they die, if you lose your job, like that experience is gone forever. And that's totality, that's that's it folks, that's porky pig, gibbity gibbity that's it folks, that's the way it is. And that's a hard thing to deal with, never again. I don't like saying never, never say never, unless you're saying never say never to somebody. Because never's a very long time, but Sometimes life goes on, and so never doesn't exist. We tend to be forced to feel an internal emptiness or a loss when during loss in this this like hole in our stomach or our heart or our penis or whatever it was that we had for this person. Um, And to accept that pain is, you know, I'm the biggest fan of not, no pain. I used to do a lot, I still do a lot of things not to experience um, a pain in certain ways. I mean, do you, if you like pain, then great. I mean, go to a dominatrix or something. It's fun. We were forced to confront this horrible, horrible, like, word for... This, like I said, never. And if you think just about what in society, things that start with never, I mean, for instance, a movie, The Never Ending Story, Falcor, he was a flying dog, or whatever he was. And you look at why he never, what it means what it does, what it's changed, because it never has change on it. Change is an 
inevitability such as death. Okay, that's why I like to put the two together sometimes. Death is ch changes death. Death is death, and so is loss is death. never hurt so much because of that because it means it cannot be changed when you have the power to change it that's not what death is that's not what never means and we always want to think in our heads that that things can be changed a female or young lady looking at a guy to date or to court. He might not have everything that she wants. And she's okay with that because she doesn't want somebody that's already there. She wants a project sometimes. She looks at it and says, I, I can change that about him that I don't like. I can change that. And that possibility makes us feel better. Now, I use the word female or a girl in that because it's true. Um, do we do it as males? I would say not as much as females. That's all I'm going to say on that. Um, that possibility makes us feel better inside because it gives us a sense of accomplishment, a goal to work toward and, you know, get something out of it. You get a lot of these, I, you know, just work a little bit harder. Or the, you just have to want it bad enough. These phrases give all of us, in a way, this, this kind of like boot and ass, the little swift kick right in your bunghole. And they say, as I do, if you don't like it, get out there and change it and you know me that's what I say if you can't do anything about it don't fucking worry but if you can do something about it shut the fuck up get the fuck out there and do something fucking about it okay simple hard to hard to do it's, comes out of my mouth pretty simple but Hey, we've all struggled with it. We all still try to, to work on that and uh, say it. Therefore, it's easier to do, I'm telling you. Now, we're still on this every uh, part of the day that you go by and you think about what you're never going to do. That's not what your brain goes toward. That's not what it, it does. It's only during those losses that you go through, well, I should have done this, I should have done that. But never, never means it's over. Uh, never means it's gone. Never means forever. And forever means never. And it does not mean never went forever. Uh, anyway, it's really hard to hear. It's really hard to bear. And it reminds us every time we say it of some kind of loss. You can never bring a dead person back unless you're, well, you know. 
and you can never hit the reset button on a broken relationship. You can never fix a wasted uh, youth you or redo a past mistake or unsay the words that destroyed a friendship. Once it's gone and when it's gone, it's gone. Gone is gone, baby. And it will never be the same. Never. You can try all you want. No matter what you do, how you do it, and this is a real psychological sense. It destroys a small piece of you. Okay, so let me say that again. Destroys a small piece of you. A piece that must eventually be rebuilt but will never be the same. People that have a hole that they're trying to fill, has, this is what's never been rebuilt in. Is it healthy? That's not what we're going to talk about. And I'm talking about the physical body. We're going to talk about everything else. Physical body regeneration. You'll be quite surprised how resilient the body is. It's the mind that, that fucks us up. You know, I'm going to speak more on this because this is the key ingredient of it all. And, you know, if you've been around me, I say a lot about the relationships or about pretty much the relationships. This, As individuals, you're the strongest you'll ever be. You heal the quickest. When you get into a relationship with another, you are the weakest. You're weakening yourself as an individual, but strengthening the relationship of the two people until it goes bad. Then the individual is brought back as being single. They're the weak. They're weakened because of the relationship being broke up. So what do they do? They heal and then go out back for some more pain, but they usually do it too quickly because inevitably the loss that they just had is now causing them pain and then here we are, all the single people who are there, you're sitting here listening to this going, oh God, he's right. It's not to make you depressed, it's just to tell you. And for you to understand, I, I understand too. So this next section that I really like to talk about is what the, um, is about this partial loss of, uh, of who you are during these times. And one of the most common, I would say, issues um, people want or talk about um, or yeah, that I hear them speak about is probably about getting their exes back. Not all of them, not, you know, but, you know, one particular one. Me, myself, never happened. See, I said never because I know I would never do it. And that means because I set lines the way I do things is I set the lines in the sand and that makes them easy because that line in the sand is everything. That means that I've thought about it, put it down, know what I will take, won't take and where that line is. 
And I draw that line in the sand and I say, if you ever get to this point and you cross that line, our relationship is over, never will be again. And that's serious as a heart attack, people. Because there's no point in everything. I made that line. It took a long time for me to make that line. Because that was a lot of self-in-looking uh, things to do to figure out what is... If you love someone the, as much as I knew I could at that time, knew what that meant, and then said, what's the biggest threshold to take? So I could never forgive them after this point. And that's where the line is. That's where it is for me. That's why I never go back to an ex. Because if I'm breaking up or if she, I'm breaking up with her, it's totally because she crossed that line. Most likely. And if she's crossed that line, she's not worthy. Like I would, the, the, she's not interesting. She's not, and, and when I say interesting, there's got to be something that was really, she did that was really wrong. Be it cheat, I don't forgive cheaters. I'm a Leo, I'm a very loyal person when it comes down to relationships in that way. Um, but, you know, I don't use it as a weapon, I don't use it as a, when they, I've got my woman, that's my woman. I don't mind people to tell her that she's beautiful. Whistle at her when she walks down the street. I'll just wave my hand and say thank you. Damn right she's good looking. You know, I don't mind them saying that. If I see another young lady on the, the street that's walking by, I should be, a, and I do. She's a good looking girl. If I feel the need that that needs to be said, and having my woman next to me and my, my significant other, if she can't understand that, then I'm probably not with the right one. And they are okay with that, as well as I don't mind them saying, that guy's good looking. Recognition of beauty is a beautiful thing. It's acting on that, which would make it wrong. The freedom to express yourself more in a relationship will make that relationship stronger. That's what people don't understand. So asking how to get your partner back to somebody like me is, I have to laugh inside, but I never really, uh, it never made sense for me in my head. Like I couldn't like relate it to myself because it was so far different. For one, if there was a tried and true way of doing it, I think that none of us would be single. Um, we would have figured out a long time ago and um, we wouldn't have been broken up with or divorced. Uh, we, that actually wouldn't exist. We'd be all paired up like little whatever. Um, the world would be flooded with a bunch of fucking happy married couples. You know how disgusting that would be? <laughs> no, but, uh, you know, and then, uh, you know, I'd probably be out of my little... Uh, podcast, my my shaman working with uh, core issues of uh, relationships would be off the table. <laughs> uh, but that's the way it's not. So <laughs> no worries. I don't see it coming to that point quickly because, you know, when you try to help somebody out and I write something like this and then take the time to put it out here, You'd be amazed at what kind of people who don't take the time, the half hour, the hour, two hours, out of their fucking day 
to listen to some of the best advice that they're going to get ever about something that hurts them the most. Yeah. So, I don't care. Suffer some more if you don't. If you don't want to listen to this because... And this isn't going to make you suffer any less right away. It's just going to give you some more insight on it. Why you're suffering. You do whatever you want with that, but... It's free. It comes to you live from most others. Now, when I sit back and think about all the happy couples I know... I can't... Like, truly happy. Not like... I know that relationship's going to end. You know? Uh, now, when I think of all the happy couples, I like I said, and you know how many of them like say to themselves or to others, oh, he was a total piece of shit, but then he apologized and bought me cake and flowers, jewelry and underwear, and then... Now we're happily married. Yeah, right. Not a fucking single one of them. It, it doesn't work. Shit don't work like that. Um, what this means is you're looking at the total wrong way. What, they, what you're not getting is that a relationship doesn't end because two people did something wrong to each other. Let me repeat that again. A relationship doesn't end because two people do something wrong to each other. Relationships end because two people are something wrong for each other. Pay attention to the words coming out of my mouth. Think differently. These are the highlighted moments of the talk. Because this is the moment that I'm telling you the little piece of information that unlocks the key to your fucking relationships and what they are and what they aren't. And it's not what normal people say. So again, I'll repeat this. You don't get it. You don't end a relationship. Because two people did something wrong to each other. It's not that way. It's not because they did something wrong to each other. Relationships end because two people are something wrong. Are something wrong with each other. Now, of course, I'm going to explain what that means. But this is your think differently moment. So what does that really mean? Well, I've been through countless breakups since I was since I started dating, as we all probably have or should have anyway. Makes us learn anyway. And we've probably all in our moments of weakness pined for our exes uh, you know you've written those embarrassing emails that you sent on a Sunday night and 
Wish you could go and take that email back. Yeah, those ones. It's all there, right? And I, you know, sent, like, I won't even say that one because that's too much of sending dick pics on a Tuesday or something to the ex. Why would anybody do that? But I've heard about it. Um, why Sending dick pics in the beginning is one thing, but like, wow, really, to an ex? That's, look, my penis, I want you to come back. Come on now. Uh, you know, written those in emails, text messages, especially <laughs> after we've drank too much vodka on a Tuesday, like night, gotten some tacos, and silently sat there and cried and to some I don't know eighty song that you put on that reminds you of them from back in the day. But why do breakups hurt so bad? Is I guess more the the forefront of the question and what uh, people really want to ask. Well, Dill Holes, that's why. And it usually comes um, with a follow-up of that. So usually the, the uh, question is, why does the breakup hurt so bad? And why do we find ourselves feeling so lost and helpless in the wake of a bad relationship? And that's what I'll really be covering when I talk about this. Um, is covering coping with loss. But because the because it's so like because it's so by far the most painful form of loss we will I you know I'm gonna stay primarily on using uh, the examples that I've used already throughout the, the time I'll be talking because I like to be able to resort back to the same thing so therefore you guys can build a picture in your head about it and it's constantly building and I'm not talking about the different ones. Now, this is when I start getting into the heaviness of it all. So that was a preamble, people, so be prepared for this long, drawn-out, you know, barrage of the senses, especially known as your heart. So we look at first is what we really should look at as to build on this. So you have somewhat of a linear thing, but not really. Linear experiences is one thing, but now to be a healthy functional or a healthy functioning individual, we need to feel good about ourselves. Okay. God damn I'm good looking when you look in the mirror. You can take out the God and just be like, damn, I'm good looking. We have to feel good about ourselves. We need to feel that our time and our energy is spent meaningfully. Okay. Because if it's not, they're just a waste of time. Time is the most important thing to me and I don't like my time wasted at all. Therefore, if I come into a bad relationship, 
I've tried to vet that person beforehand, um, you know, it's, it's called the courting process, but I don't fuck around with things. Like, if they cross that line, it's over. Not a problem. I'm not going to wait or spare their feelings in a way. It is over. And they'll be told about it. But we definitely need to have that ego stroked a little bit. We need to feel good about ourselves. And this person most likely will bring that out in us. Well, it should. To feel good about ourselves, we need to feel that, like I said, that our time and our energy are spent meaningfully. Okay? It's up to you guys, mostly. It's up to the individual. Meaning is the fuel of our minds, okay? And that's why I give explanations to everything I say that's out of the ordinary, usually. And that helps the preamble's long and drawn out, but short and sweet when it gets to the statement of it all. Now, the primary way we generate meaning, how we have to label these, compartmentalize them. The primary way we generate this meaning is through our relationships. Now that I have been using the word relationship, okay, just self-note, Osiris uses the word relationship. Now, I, when I say relationship, I'm loosely throughout talking uh, 